0: listening to the run home all thanks to Mick delivery great to have you joining us today for this tuesday team list tuesday today but for now we head down to christchurch to catch up with the coach of the canterbury kings peter Fulton, who'll be ecstatic after yesterday peter great to have you joining us on the program at the start of the day you were sitting third on the super smash ladder you absolutely smashed the vaults and ended up in first place with a home final this saturday how good what did you say to the guys
1: Oh look, we were a little bit disappointed. We played Otago in the the previous game at Hagley, um, and yeah, and and we lost. So that yeah, that, as you as you sort of explained, that meant we had to win the last game to be be assured of a, a short of a place in the in the semis and and a, and a win we get a home final. So yeah, just tried to I guess you know have a short memory, um, <laughs> put the loss behind us, and and yeah, try and try and put a better performance out in the park. And um, yeah, we we, we we certainly did that.
2: Yeah, talking about having a short memory, fault at the start of the season. You got off to a nice start with an early win, then you went on a streak of three losses. As as the coach, uh, what's your role in trying to keep the group together after a poor start?
1: Uh, I mean, I guess, mate, as you know, T Twenty is a pretty pretty fickle game, and it can easily be, you know, a game can easily easily be won by, you know, someone in the opposition having a great day mm. or. Um, or a couple of guys in, in your own team you know maybe not firing so just tried to just try to stay positive keep uh, reminding guys to be aggressive um, yeah like I said it's it's sometimes easy to say and and hard, hard to do as a player when you're when you're not winning but um, yeah we sort of rode through that period started to started to play some good cricket got some confidence and yeah again, as you know, mate, once you once you start getting some confidence, then anything can happen.
2: Yeah, you're right, mate. And I guess you did have a lot of young guys who are coming into the setup who have been around for, for a little while around Canterbury cricket and uh, who started getting some game time. You got on a really nice streak, mate. You got a four-win four win, win streak um, going. That game in Wellington where, where folks O'Rourke and McKenzie really stood up with the ball at a, ta- a place that can be really difficult to go and play. You must have been super proud and, and was that the turning point of, of the season you think
1: oh uh, yeah I think so I mean we, we've got yeah we've got I think four guys who are uh, well three guys who are 20 or 21 and um, Angus McKenzie's only 22 23 so yeah, the, I guess the bulk of our um, our pace bowling attacks already young um, mm-hmm. and yeah I guess at the start of the season we probably might have looked at that area and thought Geez, you might we might find it a little bit tough here with Six guys away in um, Pakistan and India yeah, with the black Caps, but mm. yeah, they've been, they've been superb, and I think probably just shows sometimes the um, you know the benefit of having young guys they haven't you know, they almost don't know what they don't know um, yeah. they sort of go out there and just play with play with no fear and they haven't sort of been been scarred too much um you know, with the ball, which can happen in T20. So, yeah, it's been really pleasing to see and, yeah, they've been a massive part of, you know, the success we've had.
0: Peter, you've been in a number of finals now. Tell us why this year is different. Tell us why this year is the King's year.
1: Yeah, well, um, good question. I mean, I think I think playing at home, yeah. you know, is a, is a big advantage. Um, yeah, look, we, you know, we're used to playing at Hagley. It's a big ground, um, big boundaries, the ball, the ball generally swings there. There's plenty of, plenty of pace and bounce. So, yeah, I guess we're hoping that that'll be something you know that we're, I guess, familiar with mm. um, the conditions and mm. yeah, whether it, whether it ends up being Northern Districts or Otago, um, yeah, hopefully that's that's something that can play in our favour. Do you have a
0: preference on who you want to play?
1: Oh no, nah, I mean, look, it's probably I think at this stage it's probably a little bit up in the air with yeah. with N D and Otago. I mean, they've both got they've both had both got some some guys returning from that Black Caps tour of India. So, yeah, but, you know who, who knows what, what will happen there and who, who knows who will turn up on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, we, we'll worry about that once we, once we see who wins on Thursday.
2: Um, really good that you mentioned that. They've got a few guys coming back from that tour. Who joins your side? Are you just expecting Henry Shipley back or a few of the test guys with a, a week's time in between that first test? Are they going to run out for you guys on the weekend?
1: No, no, I think um I think of the guys who are overseas, Henry Shipley's the only one who might possibly play. Mm. Um he, he was he was a bit crook when he got back. because a few of them picked up a bug uh, I think on the last day basically the last day of the tour when they had that last T twenty game. So he was a little bit crooked for a few days. Um so he's the only one that'd potentially come back. All the all the other guys um are involved in that, you know, they're in that test squad to play England and I think after being away sort of over Christmas and away from the family mm. for a while, um yeah, that They've they've all been I guess um, yeah made unavailable so they can sort of prepare for the test against England which you know mm. quite, for me that's actually I mean I you know I'd love to have them there but it's quite nice just Makes knowing it easy. that you're going to go into a team yeah with a settled settled side everyone knows mm. their roles and and the guys that have I guess played a big part in getting us there are going to get to play in the final.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, because uh, maybe someone who might have missed out who was a champion in that last game against Otago was Kim McClure, 60 out of 42. But the guy I really want to talk about is Chad Bowers. He's been sensational for you guys for, for some period of time. He scored 52 off 32 yesterday, helping along with Kim McClure to get you guys across the line. Tell us a bit about Chad. He's amassed 342 runs this year at a strike rate of 156.8, averaging 43 uh, where do you see his career going from here, mate? When is he available for New Zealand? First and foremost, um, he's that guy. He's that thirty-year-old that uh, really could be a, a mainstay in that Black Cap side.
1: Yeah, well, he's been he's been in he's been playing for Canterbury for probably six, seven years now. Mm. Um, he's, he's he's available for New Zealand. He went on an eight tour to um, to India, you know, in September. So he's he's available. And look, I think he's a guy. That, when it gets to the end of the season when the black caps play Sri Lanka at home and then they go to Pakistan, uh, that's gonna be when the IPL's on and so obviously you know, the Black Caps going to be without a few um a few of the top order. Yeah. Um so I think he's he's gotta be he's gotta be in contention for that to be honest. Um you watch him you watch him bat probably last year and this season, um and if you didn't know who the players were, um yeah, I think I think you'd probably suspect watching him bat that you know that he was that he was an international cricketer because mm. he, he makes it he makes it look a lot easier than other guys and he makes you know he's, at times he's, he, he he can make some good bowlers um, look pretty ordinary so yeah when you throw in the fact that he's probably I'd say in the top two or three fielders in the country um, yep. yeah i look i from our point of view hoping that hoping that at the end of the season he might. You know,
2: he he might get his opportunity. Yeah, beautiful. Um, I'd have to agree with you on that, mate. He's taking me down at Eden Park, trying to go wide hole. He uh, he's very inventive, mate. Um, <laughs> a lot of skills. So, uh, I'll, I'll vouch for that, mate. Um, look, uh, as a coach, your part of your role is to scout the opposition, help your side get ahead. On that note, mate, who who are a couple of players around the country that we may not know of, who you might be thinking that could potentially be in, in line for that end of ten, uh, end of year season tour, maybe against Sri Lanka uh, that you're talking about at home, that Chad Bowers might be a part of.
1: Oh, I mean, I think one guy he, he he went to India and played a couple of games, and you would know him well as um, Ben Lister. Mm. Uh, I think he's as a left arm bowler, he's he's you know he's got. Something a little bit different that not many guys have, and that he can swing the ball away from the right-handed batsman. Um, so yeah, he's he's been really impressive the last year or two, especially um, really coming to his own, taking wickets at the top, and, and you know as a death bowler. Um, so he's he's really been impressive. Um, look, I think Dean Foxcroft uh, for a cargo, who's you know sort of bats at three and, and yeah. bowls some off spin. Again, I'm not sure. I think I think his eligibility. Um, might it's be a couple a of bit years different. away. I mean, Thank you. Yeah. He might have to wait a couple of years, but but yeah, he's a he's a quality player as well. And um, you know, any time you play a Targo, he's the he's the main wicket you've got to get if you want to have any chance of beating them.
2: Yep. No. Absolutely. Um, thanks, Peter. Um, before we let you go, mate, just uh, settle it on air. Uh, maybe you've done it before, but if you <laughs> and Shipley stand next to each other, who is taller out of the two of you?
1: Uh, I think I've probably got him covered. Actually, I think I've got him covered. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's like again. I know he's another guy and obviously I'm a little bit biased, he plays for us, but you know, he, he got thrown in the cauldron yeah, playing did. in Pakistan and India for his for his debut and you know, like anyone you you know, you find it a little bit tough probably at times but yep. um again, someone who might come back I think and hopefully get an opportunity um, against Sri Lanka when, when they come over here in, in March and April and I think if he gets a chance there he'll um, he'll do some good things.
2: Yeah, uh, sorry, just quickly on that. Um, do you think he is more of a red ball bowler? Because the times I've seen him bowl exceptionally well has more been with that red ball as opposed to the white ball, just because it swings that a little bit longer and it can move the ball both ways.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean he, he probably is, um, but I think he's he, he's actually had more success. In the white ball, especially T20, I was a little bit disappointed he didn't get he didn't get a run in the T20s um, because as a as a you know bowler at the start of the innings with the ability to swing it both ways, um, you know that can that can make it hard for the top order. So, yeah, look, he's he's only young. He's twenty five. He's had a lot of injuries, like you know a lot of pace bowlers do. But yep. yeah, he's definitely got a big future. Perfect. Thank
2: Perfect. you
0: so much for your time, Peter, and uh, we wish you all the very best of luck this Saturday.
1: Cheers, guys. Not a problem. Thank Thank you. you.
0: Appreciate it. Peter Fulton joining us there out of Canterbury, of course, coach of the Kings, who will take on either the Volts or the Brave, uh, whoever wins that elimination final on Thursday. Home field advantage at Hagley Oval. Surely that's one hand on the trophy already, Mitch.
2: Oh, it gives you a chance, right? It gives you a chance. Um, I, Having played for Otago and against them um, an eliminator down there, they'll, they'll be nervous playing an eliminator at home. The last time they did that was against the Auckland Aces, uh, where friend of the show, Ronnie Herra, took them down uh, at the end, um, dispatched them to all parts of the field and got home with a gallop. So they'll be nervous. That was their last uh, eliminator down there. Thursday.
0: Well, yeah, that's... It's, it's coming <laughs> it's up again. Big. It's it going to be big. It is coming up. Blockbuster down there at University uh, Oval in Dunedin. Uh, well, when we come back right here on The Run Home, we are going to name our teamless Tuesday. But also, don't forget, if you haven't entered our ECNZ Super Rugby Tipping Competition for 2023, jump on our website, dot nz. That is tipping.ecnzradio.nz. Sign up, play, and you can win some amazing prizes and the ultimate New Zealand sporting experience for you and a mate with $2,500. You want to be in it to win it, it costs absolutely nothing uh, and it's a great competition. It's a great bit of fun uh, between you and your mates across the Super Rugby season.